multi-time NHRA Funny Car champion, of course, numerous race wins, and, of course, the one in Indianapolis over the weekend. Matt Hagan joining us here in the Freak Nation. We were talking a little bit about this before we went live with you, Matt, about, damn it, uh, probably felt pretty damn good to get your ass back in a race car, didn't it? Well, yeah, it's huge. You know, I've never really had such a long break. You know, I mean, obviously we had the three months off a normal winter, and then we started racing. We ended up with two races, and then uh, this whole COVID thing came in and kind of shut everything down. With you know, it obviously changed a lot of people's lives in a lot of different ways. And you know, so to to be out here in Indy this weekend, where you know we have fans in the stands and you know people wearing masks and just you know, I was really really proud to be a part of that because it was one of those things where you kind of like. Um, you, you, you know, like there's somebody that's got to take that first step, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and when you do that, it's just kind of one of those things where I'm proud to be a part of NHRA and, and, you know, obviously Mella Yella and this whole, whole organization is, is out here kind of keeping these guys employed. I mean, you think about like just the, the folks that, that, you know, our crew guys and their families and, you know, the, the kids and the, you know, just the wives and everything else that, that, you know, these, this basically NHRA supports and mm-hmm. to be out here and be a part of that and, you know, keep those guys going and stuff like that. It's, it means a lot to me. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm proud to be a part of an organization that's taking that first step and putting the fans in the stands and getting us back to work and making it happen, you know? Matt Hagan, funny car winner out of Indianapolis this weekend, joining us here in the Freak Nation on a Sunday night. How different were things in Indianapolis? I mean, getting back to work is fun and exciting, but we're in a different world right now. Every you you look around, everybody's in masks, and it's freaking humid as heck out there. I mean, how different were things, or oh, was it kind of like I being mean, back? Like, you know, I mean, to sit here and tell you it's normal is not. I mean, right. it's very different. You know, there's uh, our our whole following and our whole you know theme around NHR is fan engagement, and mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I was still out there taking pictures and pre-signing autographs and putting them out there in the bin so people could take them and try to take care of our fans. But it's just a total different feel from what we normally have. But, you know, I think everybody walked into it expecting to know that their, their, their could, the capacity couldn't be there. We couldn't have but so many fans in the stands. And, you know, just really was like a test the waters kind of thing to see how this goes. But, I mean, the fans were still, like, behind my pit, cheering and rooting. And, you know, they're like, go do this, Matt. You know what I mean? It got me up, you know, for the finals and different things like that. And so, I mean, just to still have that support there is huge. You know, I mean, I can't imagine racing without the fans and not anybody being there and just, just being on TV. I mean, what, I mean, that, that drove, it was really one of those driving factors that got my adrenaline up for the finals and different things like that is when those people are still behind your pit and they're still supporting you. And even though they're, they're barricaded off a little bit more, they're still there and they still get to see it. And then the winter circle pictures and they're still, you know, I'm throwing hats out to everybody and different things like that. And, you know, I, I actually, I pulled my mask down on TV real quick and stuck my tongue out, you know, and I, I probably shouldn't have done that. But at the end of the day, you know, it's, it's Sunday and we, we won and, you know, I'm excited about it. And, you know, I just, it's one of those things where we do have to set the example, but you still have to be human and you still have to have fun and you still have to enjoy everything as well. Well, I got to give NHRA a shout out for being humid because of our new normal, the COVID, COVID-19, the coronavirus pandemic. The NHRA community, at least from what I've seen from afar, outside looking in, has been struck harder than NASCAR, harder than IndyCar. I mean, whether you've got Jock in the Pro Stock Motorcycle category, you've got a couple guys in uh, Top Fuel, whether it's crew chiefs or drivers. It's amazing, though, how the community has rallied around each other and how you guys have been able to bring these guys back mentally. Massive kudos Uh to you all. Yeah, and, you know, it's just, like I said earlier, I'm proud to be a part of that. I mean, it's, 
it's something that we're we're setting a precedence right now for fans to be in the fans of the motorsports and pulling this off. And I really truly have my fingers crossed that you know we get through this weekend and next week during the week. You know we have great reports back that this you know it went off without a hitch and everything's mm-hmm. good. You know because we're rolling back in here again next weekend and uh, kind of doing the same thing over, which. Now I feel like it'll be a lot more smooth and we kind of got a rhythm and, you know, you're signing in and you're signing waivers and you're getting your temperatures checked and face ID'd and everything else. So, you know, there's kind of a procedure and a process to make sure that we're trying to keep our fans safe, keep us safe, and then obviously move forward with what we're trying to do with what we love. Matt Hagen, funny car winner at Indianapolis today. Matt, obviously this was a different kind of race to get ready for. You've had four months off. Every driver and team has a routine. It's a way they get ready. How did that change getting ready for this weekend? Yeah, I think that obviously you, you kind of have to come in and just kind of walk slowly a little bit, you know, whereas most races you come in just, you know, kind of ready to dive into the pool, whether there's water there or not, you know, I mean, you know what you're getting <laughs> yourself into, but this, this weekend you have to kind of come in and say, well, you know, when I sign in, did I make, did I make sure that like first thing you do is you come into the hospitality and they take your temperature and, and you're signing in and you're taking your temperature at the gate and, you know, just making sure you're checking all those boxes off first before you even get to the racing side of things and making sure that whatever we can do to keep people safe, you know what I mean? This is an opportunity that, that we truly have in front of us to move forward. You know what I mean? And that's what we want to make sure that we're doing is moving forward for our fans, for our sponsors, for everybody in NHRA. And we want to do it the right way. That way we can continue to do it and said, Hey, look, this is successful. And we're going to continue to do it. You know what I mean? I, there's nothing more than I'd hate to watch the season. You know what I mean? Like, and, and it might still happen. You never know. We take it weekend to weekend, but that's why I think that it's so important that we had a good successful weekend here in Indy and that we can say, Hey, we're rolling back into town next weekend and maybe more fans can come out next weekend and more engagement and more, you know, just more exposure and everything else. And, and, you know, being a, a leader in the, the motorsport side of things saying, look, here's how we're doing it. And we're doing it the right ways. And people are still staying safe and, and they're still able to, to have fun. You know what I mean? Cause we're in the entertainment business and, you know, that's what we're here to do is entertain folks and show them a great time. And, you know, and then obviously win races and, and do, do what we love doing, but it all, we all have to look big picture right now and move forward with it. Matt Hagen, what was different about top end today? Run us through that. Well, first of all, I was on fire, so that was never, <laughs> you're always like, well, okay. But, uh, you know, like I said, that the last time I won on fire like that, it made sports center, but you know, I mean, top end was definitely different. I mean, trying to like your adrenaline's going and you're trying to breathe through this mask and you're trying to give them an interview and you're trying to talk and I'm sucking my mask back into my mouth. And, you know, so then you're having to pause and try to catch your breath again. And, you know, and just, you know, trying to, trying to do all that and do all the right things and still be super excited to be so blessed to be in the car and turn those four wind lights on and, you know, just kind of taking it all in. I mean, there's no winter circle pictures, really. We had to do some stuff back at the pit, but I was still able to do like the hat routine where you give the hats out to the fans and pass the trophy around a little bit and let them take some pictures and stuff and still still try to engage those folks that really care about you and stay over to, to get those pictures and stuff, but still try to be safe about the way we're doing it, you know? Matt Hagan, you talked earlier about the extra break that you got, not the all-season, but this break for the pandemic. You're a busy man. You've got a lot of businesses going on. What did this extra break do for you? What were you able to do this time that you normally didn't get done during the off season? Absolutely. It was, it's been a blessing in disguise for me because obviously for the last 15 years of my life, it's been so focused on drag racing. And, you know, the majority of my time is spent, you know, trying to run my businesses through via phone or, you know, just calling guys up and trying to line things up, doing different things like that. And, you know, it, it really gave me an opportunity to be 
very centered with our businesses and different things. And and on the, we're at the peak of our production with the hemp farm and the CBD stuff and the cattle side of stuff and opening up Hagen Cattle Company where we're offering meat to you know the consumer directly from our farms and different things like that. And then the outdoor store and you know just and then stepping back and learning some of my other family businesses with the car dealerships and you know the construction companies and the real estate deals and the modular home businesses and different things like that that's going on that I've just never really had an opportunity to kind of get centered and focused on. And it allowed me to be more efficient and effective with my people and making sure that we're cutting costs and making sure that we're productive and staying in the black and making sure that every day that we're, you know, just moving forward in the right direction. So um, for me, it was a really nice change to kind of like really kind of get, get everything centered around our folks and our businesses and different things that we're doing, which I've never had in a long time. So um, I really tried to take advantage of that and really kind of like, as much as I love drag racing, just kind of like forget about drag racing for a few, for a few months and just really focus on, you know, some of these other things that are a big part of my life as well that I usually don't get to focus on. So I, I definitely took every day that, that we weren't racing and tried to, you know, be as productive as I could with being more efficient with our people and making sure we're taking care of them. I mean, there was so many folks that got laid off during this deal. And, you know, one thing that I've learned, my, my family's company, he employed, my dad employs over 970 people oh. and, one thing that I've learned from him is that your people are your most important thing, period. You know, like you can have businesses, you can be successful, you can do all kinds of stuff, but you can't do that without good people. And that's something that he's taught me along the way is that, you know, whether you're losing money or making money, you got to make sure your core people are there and there you take care of them and they'll take care of you in the long way, long run. And, you know, and that's something that I wanted to make sure that we did with, with all my companies is, is take care of our folks. You know, when, things got tough. I wanted to make sure that they didn't, you know, they weren't scared or worried about their families and different things like that. Like, you know, I'm, you know, making sure that they're going to get through it and we're get through it together and we're going to grow. And, you know, and that, that was really important to me during this, those times where everything was kind of scary and rocky with a, with a lot of this stuff out here and, and with life period, you know? Wow. That's just, that's huge. You just rattled off a, an enormous list of companies, but I'm a little disappointed. I didn't hear the, the minor league ballpark in there. Yeah. Well, they haven't had, uh, they haven't really had any season this year. And you're still trying to figure <laughs> out how to do all that and, you know, uh, and go from there. But yeah, the, the, uh, the New York Yankees affiliate that we are, uh, with, um, the minor league team stuff is, you know, they're, they're trying to figure all that out. I'm sure that if there's a will, there's a way they'll get it up and rolling. But, uh, you know, right now it's just kind of like sit back and hang tight, you know, so. I'm sure MLB will will have some direction here soon with what they're going to do with a lot of that stuff. Amazing. Matt, was it a noticeable hole in the pits and on the racetrack without John Force and his teams there? You know, I mean, absolutely. John Force is uh, uh, such a huge part of NHRA. I mean, I miss him there. We all miss that personality and character that's up on the top end and talking. And, you know, I mean, I think that, you know, People love to love you and they love to hate you, you know what I mean? But I think John Force is a huge part of NHRA, and I, I miss that he wasn't there this weekend. I mean, I, I don't want to win a race thinking that I didn't get an opportunity to beat John Force doing it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, I really hope that they, he reconsiders or are able to come back out here and, and bring his team back out if we continue in the uh, in the future, you know what I mean? Obviously, it's a, a disappointment to a lot of folks, and, they, they you know, John Force has been drag racing for the last 50 years of you know, whatever NHRA has been, and and so, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think there is a huge hole there. And, you know, I think that, you know, John Forrest, if nothing else, even if he's not racing, he should show up and, and just make an appearances. I mean, drag racing is going to go on whether Matt Higgins there or John Forrest is there or anybody else. But at the end of the day, there's, he has such a huge following. And, uh, you know, it'd be just really nice to see him come out and whether he's racing or not, still support what, what he's been a part of for a long time. 
Well, don't blink, buddy, because you're going to be doing be doing the same damn thing next weekend at the same <laughs> damn place. That's it. Yeah, I, I can't wait. You know, I mean, it's such a blessing <laughs> to get in that car and go 300 miles an hour again. You know, I really, in my mind, I wasn't sure if it was even going to really happen. I mean, there's several times coming into hmm. you know the last few days before we we even started racing. You know, and you hear about John parking his cars for the year and different things like that, and you're like, man, it's just going to unravel from there. You know, and then kind of you know it didn't. You know what I mean? So I was like, this is actually going to happen. We're going to kick this off and we'll see what happens after these first two Indy races. There's a lot of stuff in the air with, you know, the Denver track and they canceled Seattle and there's a lot of other stuff going on. But at the end of the day, we got these two for sure. And then we're going to make the best out of them. And hopefully our fans come out and support it and enjoy the time that we're out here doing what we're doing and doing what we love to do. Wear your mask could just be safe, Matt. How about that? <laughs> That's it. Well, hopefully at 300 miles an hour, I can't catch Corona anyway. It's too fast for the, for the virus. Boom. So true. As always, Matt, thank you, brother. Hey, thank you guys. Appreciate the time on the show. You got it.